Welcome to Forever Yellow and Black. We've got the Saints on in the background because they're going to be stranded after the Tigers absolutely thumping this week. We're going to cover a little bit of our loss against the Lions, a disappointing one. We're going to have a look forward to the game on Friday night at Metricon Stadium. And as always, go Tigers! So as we know, last Friday night we uh, took on the Lions in the qualifying final at the Gabba, uh, 22,000 in attendance. Um, not as many Tiger fans as we're used to at the Gabba. We, uh, unfortunately, obviously, with Tigers all around the country not being able to travel up for the game, um, went into the game hoping uh, that we'd continue that kind of qualifying final success that we've had in recent years. Uh, but early on, um, the signs were that the Lions were up uh, for the challenge, um, putting the pressure on us. Obviously, Tom Lynch, a late withdrawal uh, during the week, uh, did hurt our chances. But we were beaten in the middle. We were beaten around the ball. We were beaten at the contest, which is very unrichmond-like. Um, and uh, based on that, um, we just couldn't get clean ball into the forward line, a lot of high balls, a lot of scrappy, scrappy balls, some, some incorrect decisions on our behalf. Um, so in the end, um, you know, a 15-point loss. Uh, we went down 10-9, uh, 69 to 8-6-54. Had our chances. We, we really fought hard at different times. Uh, the second quarter was was where it was decided. You know, we, we were looking uh, at getting out to, you know, a 12 or 13-point lead, you know, maybe a similar philosophy to last year, having a couple goal lead at half time at the Gabba, put the doubt in their mind, but just a couple little turning points. Uh, and then obviously the consecutive 50 metre penalties. The first one, uh, when I was at the game, I thought, yeah, that's a fair enough. Uh, umpire's whistle went, kick was well after the play. Um, but when you go and see the replay, the kick is almost instantaneous with the whistle. Um, and then obviously uh, they got into our heads. People like Mitch Robinson, Love him or hate him. Um, I used to like him, but recent comments uh, about Tom Lynch and so forth have, have put that uh, to an opposite light now, and I can't stand the bloke. But he did his job last week, got into our heads, got into our faces, and we fell for it. And it, that was the probably the most disappointing for me last week was the, the lack of discipline um, from a number of players. And in all fairness, we just didn't have... Um, many winners at all across the ground. I thought short when he got into the game was great, but but realistically, um, there just wasn't winners. Uh, you know, Dusty was slightly off. Our back line, uh, whilst spoiling, um, just couldn't get their hands on the ball. And we didn't have that big ball winner. And we haven't done that a lot this year. Uh, Jack tried hard up forward, two goals, tried as a as a decoy and so forth as well. But when, when you look at the across the board there wasn't too many winners for us so to actually be in the game um, with not a lot of possessions not a lot of winners um, it just shows the fight that we have um, to see at the end of the game Dustin Martin um, with uh, Trent Cochran how disappointed uh, Martin was I mean I know we're all disappointed they were disappointed as well but to see the look on Martin's face I know he's primed for this week um, so you know Brisbane they have been um, either top or second on the ladder all year. 
So, you know, they deserve that. They have the home ground advantage um, and it is an advantage for them, even though we've been happier most of the year. And that might come into the decision of why we decided to play at Metricon as well. Um, we've played extremely well at Metricon this year and had some of our really big wins. Um, and the Saints um, have had some really good wins um, at the Gabba as well. So that probably would have come into play. We'll, we'll do a review of the, of the Saints game coming up. But look, no winners really on the ground at all. Missing Tom Lynch, playing uh, at a, an away venue in the finals. We lose by 15 points. You know, the, the turning points, obviously, were the 50-metre penalties, the, the lack of discipline on our behalf and, and our team and, and coaching staff have acknowledged that. And that vital point where uh, Bolton looked like he'd kicked, you know, goal of the year. But you could tell by his reaction, like, as soon as he didn't really react to kicking a miracle goal, um, you thought, uh-oh, this is going upstairs. And straight away in the replay, you could see that it had slightly deviated uh, on the post. Now, that would have got us... Uh, to within, I believe, eight points at that stage, and it was game on. That would have been panic stations for the Lions halfway through the last quarter. They go up the other end and score a goal. So we go away from the game, you know, not having played well, you know, only 14 shots on goal for the whole night, um, really outplayed across almost every position, and we were still in the game. So, you know, as disappointing as it was, we regroup, and we've got, you know, the Saints this week, and then who knows what's going to happen from there. Disappointing, but we will fight on. Go Tigers! Small story in years. Ian Stewart was to be swapped to Richmond for Tiger Premiership star Billy Barrett. Uh, Richmond promised to play yes. you in the centre. No, they haven't. Uh, it's been no discussion. Well, let's say it this way: Is this one of the reasons why you left St Kilda because you weren't played in the centre this year so much? There was only one game that I wasn't played in the centre, and that was the final. Um, and then I was moved into the centre after quarter of an hour or something like that. Now, I've got no um, complaints about not being played in the centre for one game. Uh, leading up to that game, I'd missed three or four of the last five games, so really there was a cloud over my head about fitness, and, and the club decided to play me on the flank. Well, talking about fitness, you have been plagued uh, by injury at St Kilda. What makes you think you'll change this at, St, uh, at Richmond? Well, that's, um, I've had some bad luck over the last couple of years and I feel that uh, it's only luck and there's no reason why in 1971 I shouldn't play every game uh, without injury. While Stewart would go on and win the Brownlow medal at Richmond in 1971, joining Bunton, Reynolds and Skilton as triple winners of football's most prestigious individual award, Barrett would last seven quarters of footy with his new club. So as we take on the Saints uh, in our final on Friday night, it's only fitting that we uh, have a quick look at uh, a player who came across controversially uh, for a trade with Billy Barrett, and that's uh, Ian Stewart. So Tasmanian came across, uh, played 127 games for the Saints for 25 goals, 78 games for the Tigers, 55 goals, um, three-time Brownlow medalist, so one, two at St Kilda, one at the Tigers. Um, won premierships at both clubs, 66 in Saints only premiership and 73 for us. The Brownlows were won in 65, 66 and 71. Two-time St Kilda best and fairest, one-time Richmond best and fairest, all Australian. He was St Kilda uh, captain in 69 as well. He is in St Kilda and Richmond's team of the century and also both teams Hall of Fames. 
absolutely sensational player, plagued by knee injuries, but still um, having played over uh, 200 uh, games here as well. And also, what people don't realise, actually coached 114 games. So he coached uh, South Melbourne, very, very briefly coached Carlton and coached uh, South Melbourne as well. Um, 114 games of coaching, 50 wins, 63 losses and a draw. So just an unbelievable footballer. Um, obviously, like a lot of players, those injuries as well. And had that tradition of the you know the Tasmanian players who played uh, for St Kilda and for Richmond as well. Um, so just an amazing player. And we uh, tip our hat as we take on the Saints to one of both clubs' greatest ever players, Ian Stewart. So after disappointment, it comes excitement, and we're taking on the Saints at Metricon in a must-win, go-home-otherwise game, obviously. And it's at Metricon. It was our decision to play there, and I think it's a really smart move. We've played brilliantly there. Um, Saints have played a lot of their games uh, in, the, in the bubble and so forth uh, at the Gabba. So I think a really, really smart decision there as well. Um, and, you know, the Saints, let's just touch on them. They've had a fantastic season, did fall off. Uh, in the second half of the season. They were really looking at a top four position early on. Um, they just fell over the line against the Dogs after dominating most of the game last week. Uh, but they'd be pretty disappointed. Um, commiserations to Ryder, who well, I think is a genuinely nice person, very good footballer, will be out for the game. Carlisle with um, his family situation as well. You always put family first no matter what. Um, footballers are not robots. And Long... Uh, they challenged basically twice, really. They challenged it going to the tribunal and then um, challenged uh, the tribunal finding Long will miss the game. So the tall stocks and the tough stocks there at St Kilda are low. Let's take advantage of it. Uh, obviously, we've got Tom Lynch coming back in. So, you know, Lynch, uh, Rewalt, and then the ability for Cholder to rotate back down there. Um, I think our, our back line, whilst they're tall, are quite fast. So, there's going to be those advantages there as well. Saints have been very, very good um, at uh, the contest this year and, and, and getting um, the spread from that contest as well. So we're going to have to really pick up on our performance last week uh, around the ball. And I'm certain with the reaction of uh, Koch and, and Martin, um, that will be the case. Uh, Bolton as well. They were so disappointed. One of the really strong uh, indicators of... of how the guys are going to steal themselves for this week was seeing the disappointment on, on Dusty's face and Trent go up to him after the game. That says a lot about the culture. That says a lot about what they expect from themselves. Um, so, you know, I think we're going to, it's going to be a 20 odd degrees tomorrow afternoon, early night. It does get slippery down on the Gold Coast. It actually gets fast, slippery, uh, more slippery than it does uh, at the Gabba. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there. But we've played uh, many games at Metricon um, this season and at night, so we're going to be used to those conditions. I think that the Crummers really need to step up, the Riolis, obviously Castanias and so forth. They need to be at the fall of the ball. We know that Rewalt's not going to get beaten in too many contests. We know that that's certainly going to be the case with Lynch as well. And I, I think that Lynch um, and, and Rewalt certainly could kick eight or nine between them. They definitely could. But we need those crummers to be at the contest. And that's been something pretty obvious that's been missing this year. Uh, last week, uh, Rewalt was quite often two-on-one against. And where is the extra player from Richmond? Where was those crummers? Why weren't they going with Rewalt? Is Rewalt that good a forward 
and he is a great forward. Is he that good a forward that the crummers can't read it or they're sneaking out back or, or trying to cheat in that way? I'm not sure. I really believe um, that, you know, I'm a glass half-empty kind of supporter, but I really believe we'll put the Saints to the sword. We'll do it early, and um, hopefully for those people around the country who can't attend, um, you'll be quite comfortable at home watching it, and that's quite quite often not the case when you're uh, in a cutthroat final. But the, the emissions for... Um, St Kilda and also obviously getting Lynch back is so pivotal it straightens us up um, instead of having to you know Rewalt having to do all the uh, forward work I think that um, you know when you look up as, as a running player as an on baller and you see that big tower that gives you that ability to straighten up your, your kicks and, and you know put it into dangerous positions where hopefully our crummers can take uh, advantage of that I honestly think we're going to win by over six goals um, as I said, glass half empty kind of guy. But as always, go Tigers. Well, thanks for joining us on Forever Yellow and Black on this mini podcast. We'll have a post-game uh, podcast coming up on the weekend as well as we take on the Saints. And uh, let's thrash these guys. No mercy. None of this. They only have won one premiership. We feel sorry for them. The whole country will be against us, but we are the Tiger Army. Go Tigers.